Well, welcome uh, to our final sermon in this series, Christ Our Anchor, Hoping in God. In case you missed the first few minutes of uh, the worship service today, I'm Pastor Linda, one of the pastors of this church, and it is my joy to continue this conversation about hope and what that means when it's hope from God. We started at the beginning of January with Pastor Danny, and he defined what biblical hope is for us. And this is what he said. Biblical hope is a full assurance and confident expectancy that God will fulfill all of his promises and do great things for those he loves. Hmm. Then Pastor Holgen continued this journey we're on uh, with exploring the hope we need today. We need to seize the opportunities to be with God, be unswerving in our confidence in God, and give focused care to one another. Pastor Bill then continued on the journey, and um, he brought us to Christ in us, the hope of glory, with our yearning for Christian hope being the result of God placing eternity in our hearts. And with this hope, we are very bold and will not lose heart. And last week, Daniel taught us how to live out our hope in Christ by remembering the gospel, living in humility, and by doing good. So you may be thinking, okay, that's four weeks of hope. Is there anything else to learn? Aren't we done? However, hope, godly biblical hope, we will never fully comprehend until we see Jesus face to face. Oh, at times we think we've got it. And we understand it a level or in one circumstance, but then we're confronted with a new situation, new emotions, a new shifting world around us, and we need to explore hope in a deeper way with God. So the answer is yes. After all of that, there is so much more to learn about hope, to delve into, to explore, to reflect upon, and really journey through together. But don't worry. This is the last sermon on this series of hope. And our theme today, Christ our anchor, hoping in God. Today we're going to further explore living in hope. So before we head in there, we really cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. So let's pray. It's true, Holy Spirit. You are the wisdom that gets poured into us. And Father God, I pray that you reveal more and more of your hope to us today. That you may open our ears and our eyes and our hearts and our souls. And Lord Jesus, that you will be our guiding post as we keep learning about hope. We cannot do this without you. So we ask this all in your powerful name, Lord Jesus. Amen. So our passage today has very few words. Hence, it's easy to memorize and put it in your heart. And at first glance, you may think it's rather simple, but very few verses in God's word is simple. From Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, some translations from the original Greek, instead of saying trust, they have belief, 
or they have faith. Um, yet this is the version, the translation that God first used to really get my attention and put this in my heart. So this is the one we're going to use. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This has actually been described as one of Paul's wish prayers. You know, if you read Paul's letters, he usually has a big prayer at the beginning as part of his introduction. And he has a big prayer at the end, which is his benediction or, you know, how he ends his letters. But sometimes scattered throughout are these little wish prayers. And they really are about Paul speaking into, this is my prayer for this topic I'm talking to you about, for what is concerning who I'm writing this letter to. This little wish prayer. I kind of like it. So this wish prayer is specific to the people of the Roman believers and for us today. And it's tied for, to a couple other wish prayers I just want to read to you from Romans also. So that in one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. So these couple chapters in here, um, Paul's discussing about that there are weak and strong amongst you, but you need to accept one another no matter what. They need to come together as Christians, equally forgiven, equally children of God, one mind, one voice to glorify God. And our wish prayer today is how they do this, how we do this. How? Can we be living in hope? So let's take a few minutes and look at this wish prayer. And I believe we're going to find two foundations of living in hope in here for us. And then two results or outcomes of being able to live like this. First, trust in the God of hope. So let me tell you why this verse has become a life verse of mine, a wish prayer of mine for a number of years now, and why the continued examination of this word of hope is so important to me and to all of us. As some of you know, I spent a few months in Bolivia, um, you know, a little country in the middle of South America, in 2008 doing a self-directed study and exploration of uh, God and the marginalized and how to bring God's hope into those places. And so I did it through my seminary and also my denomination in Canada, the mission arm. And it was all about exploring scripture and also being hands-on with the marginalized in Bolivia. Now, when I went, um, I had a rough idea what I would be doing on the ground, but you know, it's a developing nation. The culture is fairly loose. So I didn't have a concrete North American idea of what was going to go on. So as I tried to get better at learning Spanish, I was trying to understand the big picture, but also concretely day to day what I was going to be doing. It all seemed a little too fluid for me. I was restless, frustrated, impatient, and honestly baffled. What was I truly doing there, God? Why did this seem so obvious for me to be there? when you planted this seed of desire in me in the previous fall. I could do 
a Bible study at home. Why was I here? And one part of my biblical exploration for my studies was all about the word hope throughout scripture. And as I explored this concept in scripture, I kept saying to God, this is what I want to live out with a marginalized tear, your hope, the only hope that sustains and the only hope that is real. So I wrestled with God. What was I doing here? And then Psalm 13 came to me in a new way. You know, it starts out with David saying, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? That was my cry. How long, O Lord, am I sitting here doing this and that, but not what I thought I was going to do? How long? And this is a great psalm. It's only six verses. And when you hit the last two verses, everything changes. After all the, where are you, God? All these things are happening. It's doom. It's gloom. I'm lost. David says, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing of the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Always pay attention to the word, but when it arrives in scripture, because it means something really important is coming next. But I trust. Did I? Did I really trust? One part of me was saying I must have because I packed up for a few months, left Jeff and the kids, my home, my life, the comforts of North America. They head to Bolivia. You can't do that without trusting God, right? I must trust. And then he led me to this verse, our verse, our wish prayer for today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. It's like the sky's open. God stabbed me in the heart with that one. It was as if he was speaking directly to me in God's words. I could join in if I truly trusted in the God of hope. I could hear God saying, well now, Linda, so you feel no joy or peace? You're just frustrated at the lack of hope you're bringing to your beloved brothers and sisters? What are you missing? As you trust. Trust. Trust in you, God. Trust that even though I don't know, you know. Trust that you will reveal, you will lead. Trust in the God of hope. Wow, that led me to look deep inside myself, my motivations, who I thought God was, who I thought I was in God, and I had to confess. Of all the things I learned about myself and why I was in Bolivia, I had to trust God. To be living in hope, I needed to trust. Set aside myself and trust in the God of hope. This wish prayer, it's only with trust in God of hope that I could see how others were living in the one mind and one voice glorifying God, Paul talks about. Only by seeing I was called into joining my Bolivian, Bolivian brothers and sisters in this, 
Would I truly see the God of hope? Would I truly trust in the God of hope? And learn what that meant to a whole new depth. Now, did things come together as I thought they would? No, of course not. Was I filled with joy and peace? Yes. Once I released the trust in me, my plans, my vision of what my time was, yes, I was filled with joy and peace. Did I see the God of hope? Yes. Over and over and over again, as I felt his hope flowing out of me, I learned what Henry Nouwen so perfectly puts into words. Hope means to keep living amid desperation and to keep humming in the darkness. Keep living, keep humming. So our first foundation of living in hope is to trust in the God of hope. Our second foundation to living in hope is found later in the verse. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Living in hope only comes through the power of the Holy Spirit, not by human effort, but it's God's gift of his spirit to us when we trust in him. God's hope, true hope, cannot be created or sustained by human effort. Hopefully you have heard that over the last four weeks. It's God's gift by his spirit. Now there's countless references to the spirit in scripture. It's a great word study. It'll take you months, but it's worth it. Anyways, Jesus promised in two times, he promised to his disciples that the Holy Spirit would come. He said that both in John 14 and in Acts 18, where it also he references the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul writes these verses in two other letters. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit in your inner being. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. That's the power of the Holy Spirit Paul is talking about. The power of the Holy Spirit we receive when we trust in the God of hope. This power from the Holy Spirit, I felt as I stepped out with true trust in God of hope in Bolivia. And I had the most amazing, unexpected experiences. Kendra Tillman says this, You've got to trust that God knows why he has you on this path and ask the Holy Spirit to empower you to run it with endurance. So as one theologian put it, as I was looking into this verse, it's in trust and in power of the Holy Spirit. These are two principal elements of our divine and human encounter. It's God's powerful outreach to us and action that we take. He reaches out to us. We trust 
His Holy Spirit is poured into us. When we, the humans, are open to receive the power of the Holy Spirit, when we trust, when we believe, and in faith say yes to Jesus Christ, our Savior, that is God's outreach to us through Jesus Christ. And our action and response is to trust. Our God of hope powerfully reaches out to us through Jesus Christ. We say, yes, I trust, I believe, and the power of the Holy Spirit enters into us. And I believe that interaction between trust in God and power of the Holy Spirit as the foundational pieces of our living in hope brings out two results, two evidence of our God of hope. And I think for us right now, they're checkpoints. Are we living in hope? Because the results of this are twofold. One, for us. And we read in the verses that we will receive joy and peace. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. You see, this is what I didn't have in Bolivia at the beginning until I encountered God anew in this verse. Or actually, I should say, until he totally confronted me. You know, Paul, joy and peace are part of Paul's list of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. He says, the Spirit who power fills us, and these are the results, are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Our joy, our peace, that remains no matter what is going on, is from our God of hope. When we trust in him, nothing else. When we are living in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're missing any of those in your life today, no joy, little peace, take some time to explore your trust level with our God of hope. Now, so that's the result for us, right? It talks about we will be filled with all joy and peace. I think this verse goes on and talks about others too, as a result of us living in hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. The overflowing with hope, that goes to others. That talks about community. The result to the world of us living in hope, it will overflow from us. Our brothers, our sisters can see it and feel it. Our co-workers will know something is different. Our co-students will know that you're walking somehow differently than they are. Our family will see it. Our world will see it. Despite All that the world throws at us out of this living in hope flows and overflows the sure hope that God will yet fulfill his purpose for us and for all of creation. Think about that for a minute. Where have you seen this hope, this joy, this peace in another person? Can you see it in their face? in their eyes, in their smile, 
Can you hear it in their voice? How about the way they behave in their patience, in their kindness, in their grace? Pause and think about that person. For me, because I was thinking of Olivia, I thought of this lady I met and spent some time with. See that face? Is that a face that's living in hope? It is to me. Because she trusts in the God of hope. And she lives filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You can see the joy and peace on her face and in those eyes. You can just feel the overflowing of hope despite living marginalized and in poverty. Have you ever wondered how she's living like that? How the person you thought about is living like that? They know God. Corey Ten Boone says, Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. That's what living in hope is all about. They live knowing God. They have heard and they live by the words of our wish prayer we're looking at today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with joy through the power of the Holy Spirit. These people we are thinking about have met the living God through Jesus Christ. They have said, I believe in Jesus who came to earth. He's the son of God. He died and rose again to redeem us, which means he brought us back into relationship with God. And he's filled us with the power of the Holy Spirit, and we are now living in hope. So what about us at these two checkpoints? Are you living with joy and peace deep inside of you? Are you overflowing with hope? Have you said yes to the God of hope, yet are not quite living the hope? If you do not feel the power of the Holy Spirit, you're missing joy and peace that comes from God, encourage you to examine your trust. Has it wavered? Is it faint? Is it foggy? And why? Have a conversation with God about this. Confess this doubt and journey with others to return to deep trust. Now, if you have never said that God, I trust, however you are beginning to realize you need the God of hope, pray, talk to him now. Talk to him about your need, your desire to trust him. I love what Moody says about this. Thanks be to God, there is hope today. This very hour, you can choose him and serve him. Thanks be to God, there is hope 
today. Reach out to any of us pastors to journey these next steps. Join with the prayer warriors after church to pray with them. Reach out to other believers you know and talk through this with them. Thanks be to God, there is hope today. This very hour you can choose him and serve him. Living in hope, trust in the God of hope. You are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and joy and peace along with God's hope will overflow out of you. My prayer as we wrap up this series on Christ our anchor, hoping in God, is that we will live as Isaiah writes. And let's pray and hear these words together. God of hope, our living God, you are our anchor and we want to live with your joy and peace and with the power of the Holy Spirit. We want to trust in you. Because we know, as the prophet Isaiah said, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.